0: All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Troy Aiken, who is the founder of Ecosports, a sustainable sporting goods store. Troy, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having
1: me on the show. How are you doing today?
0: Dude, Doing well. Thanks for asking. And I am happy to have you on. And uh, we like to jump right in. So if you could start sure. with just telling us a little bit about yourself, some of the things you like to do for fun, that'd be great.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I just I grew up being an athlete, played every sport possible. We were a big basketball family. I got into tennis a little bit later in my life. Uh, I played college tennis, graduating from Chapman University where I played one singles and doubles there. Um, I moved out to l a to be in the entertainment world, do some like acting, and then uh, I really I mean, just trying to market myself through social media and through, Reels and creating content, I really fell in love with marketing. And so my background is, is definitely in marketing. And about two years ago, I started getting into kind of the vegan lifestyle and going plant based just, just for health purposes. I wanted to recover better, you know, perform. being a college athlete, like I performed at a high level. And now as I started to get older, like my body started to hurt more. And it was just frustrating that you know, I couldn't just go pick up a tennis racket and play two hours anymore without like my back being sore, like having to stretch for 15 minutes before. And so I I started finding basically veganism, plant-based. And then the deeper I got into it, I realized that there are, there are more issues than just my personal health. There's animal welfare, there's climate change. I mean, there's so many different aspects to it. And so the more I got into it, some of my vegan friends were like, Hey, are, when I go out and play golf, are you using a vegan golf club. I like, didn't even think about the fact that there's leather in golf clubs that like there's sheepskin and tennis balls. So like every time I go out and play tennis, you know, I feel like I'm being hypocritical. And so I realized that there's no place for vegan sporting equipment out there. As Someone that's so passionate about sports and that is just such a big part of my life. I want it to be a big part of other people's lives in a vegan, sustainable, recyclable, biodegradable way. And so therefore, here I am today with eco sports and now I'm talking to you.
0: Awesome, man. I love that. I love that. And so would you say that's primarily your motivation? You found veganism and then you kind of just went full force with it and wanted to incorporate it in the sports world. So it was easily accessible for a lot of people who are playing sports.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm still in like a, a adult old man basketball league right now. And we always play with leather basketballs and which, you know, may feel great. And that's just what we've been accustomed to you don't even think about like the fact that footballs soccer balls volleyballs like baseball gloves they're all leather and like leather a is brutal for the cows obviously but it's also super toxic for the workers to make the toxicity that releases into our water is horrible for our earth and so there are Other options out there like a PU or PVC like leather, which is a fake leather, but those again are also toxic. And so I came across material that is biodegradable and recyclable uh, and sustainable and easy for the the workers to make. And so, yeah, to your point, I wanted to create a change throughout sports and basically like replacing
0: leather in sports with a sustainable option. Gotcha. Do you feel like you'll get a lot of backlash from that? from people in the sporting community
1: (laughs) yeah uh i i get this question a lot and i i will a little bit but as long as my product is as good as what they're accustomed to playing with then why wouldn't they want to go with the ball that's doing the right thing that's you know pro animal welfare that's pro climate change that's you know pro just doing the right thing as long as the ball is up to the standards of what they're used to playing with which i think we have um so right like right now we have basketballs and soccer balls that are being shipped over the volleyballs had a little bit of uh, an issue but I felt like I couldn't I had you know college level players I had you know they're still playing some semi professional players that are testing my balls and they're they're telling me that it's just a volleyball cuz I don't know that sport as well as basketball or tennis that like this isn't quite up to standard so like we need to make sure that the balls are as
0: high caliber as
1: high caliber balls as the one that everyone's accustomed to. And we shouldn't see too much backlash on that. Just (laughs) trying to save the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Awesome. I love that. And, you know, the vegan, like I didn't understand that being vegan, like goes that deep, like people one are like really passionate. I thought it was just a diet, but it is (laughs) not that at all. And I love that. That's what you're going after. Um, So tell us a little bit more about what kind of, made you make the switch from like it just being a health choice to it really being something that you're super passionate about?
1: Yeah, honestly, I just read a Facebook article one day that just said going on a plant-based diet is better for you. So I was like, okay, sure. Let me try it for three days a week. I you know, was feeling better, sleeping better. Then I went five days a week. And then all of a sudden, after one binging weekend of alcohol and cheeseburgers and all that type of stuff. It, I was just like, I'm going to make the switch seven days a week. So it took me about six months to make the full transition to being completely plant-based or the vegan diet. And I just started reading more about it and listening to podcasts and scro- scrolling through the Internet. And you kind of like when you start listening to the vegan podcast it it just comes with the territory of the plant-based diet that you start learning about like how factory farming is so horrible and that these animals are just being treated so poorly and how cows and are just one of the biggest, you know, em- emitters of CO2 and and just that we use more land for cows, we use more water like we we have, you know, millions of people that are malnourished throughout throughout the world and yet we have 76 billion cows or something and we figure out a way to feed them every single day. So it's like, it's not, there. yeah. So you just kind of go down the rabbit hole. Of like there's reason after reason after reason that I made, I made the transition and I wanted to combine my passion of veganism and sports and created a, a, vegan, a vegan ball.
0: There you go, there you go. Well, tell us a little bit about your vision for your company and your life in general.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, like like I said in the beginning, is that I would love to replace all leather in sporting goods. You see a lot of like, I think it was Gucci or Louis Vuitton or someone that said that they're no longer going to use leather to produce their bags. And I think that's awesome. I think there's a bunch of options out there. There's cactus. I think H&M just said they're, they're creating a line that's made out of grapes or something like that. Um, so I would... I would love to create a change throughout all sport. I would love for Nike and Adidas and Puma and Under Armour to start being more eco-friendly. Like I know that Nike, I think is doing a collab with Billie Irish, Eilish, who's a, who's a big vegan supporter, but it's like 30% recycled polyester. And then the rest is like 70% cotton. That's like not super sustainable. And it's like 30% that's, that's the best you can do, Billy. Like let's go 100%. let's go night like you know 90% and then you can still use your 10% spandex type of thing. um so i would love i'd love to a tackle the you know just balls to start with. you, you know there's 750,000 footballs sold by one of the top i think it's wilson that sells like over 700,000 just footballs alone and you know that's like 37,000 cows that are being skinned for for footballs. um And so it'd be great to create a change amongst them, then get into kind of a clothing aspect of it, of sustainable clothing, whether it's, you know, recycled polyester or bamboo is a really hot market right now. Um, So just kind of tackling sustainability all on the sporting fronts and would would love to be the kind of the Kleenex for eco-friendly sports, for eco-friendly sporting goods.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And do you see yourself kind of, running this eco-friendly chain or do you see it becoming a chain? Do you see it kind of running it for the rest of your life or do you have next steps?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I am pretty flexible, I guess, with it. I love running it and being a part of it and it's, you know, my baby. So I, I would love to, for as long as it's fulfilling to keep running it for as long as possible. And right now we we have only eco sports products right now. But let's say if Nike or Adidas came up with a sustainable basketball, like we'd be happy to sell it on our marketplace on our website and like kind of be in eco sports. You know, let's just say an eBay or an Amazon for eco-friendly sporting equipment. Um, so that's that. That would be like a really far goal. Is that you know we're we're the dick Sporting Goods of
0: eco sports. I love that. I love that. Well, awesome. What caused you to take the first step towards really? making this company happen and seeing this vision come into fruition
1: i'd say a couple things uh for, i mean first and foremost i've always been an entrepreneur uh, so i was selling stuff online i was selling some t- some tennis equipment online and you know i was making side hustle change so i was making some money but i knew that i could sell online and i was working uh, for an SEO company doing marketing, which is also selling stuff online for, you know, big companies that are doing millions to, I think our, our SEO company was, you know, doing billions of dollars in transactions. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm working 40 plus hours a week for this company and doing an awesome job. And the company that we're working for starts seeing these great revenue jumps and my salary still staying the same. I was like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I finally, uh, I was able to get a little bit of investment and put put it into the basketballs and I jumped full-time into eco-sports. So A, I wanted to work for myself and I wanted to combine my, I pa- find something that I'm passionate about. And especially with COVID and the work from home and all that type of stuff, uh, it just, it, it made sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. And so did you start it right around Covid kind of hitting?
1: Yeah, I would say, I mean, I had the idea probably a little around COVID. I like one of the the last jobs that I took, I like took a specific position to learn these skill sets. I almost thought of it like grad school, almost instead of paying to go to grad school, I was going to pay to learn how to do SEO marketing, some search engine optimization stuff. And so with, with that said, I always kind of had in the back of my mind and, you know, on weekends and nights, I'd be talking to Alibaba and getting samples and, you know, trying all these different things. And finally, I had the product ready to go. I had the money ready to go. And I gave my two weeks notice a couple months ago and we've been full-time sports.
0: Dude, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it.
1: Living, living the dream, as they'd say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, awesome. If there were one or two people you can meet right now or types of people you can meet right now that would really help you take that next step with eco sports, who would they be and how would they do it?
1: Yeah, I'd say one of my always go to is Rich Roll. Uh, he's like an ultra marathon triathlete guru, um, but he was also a big inspiration in me going plant-based. I had chosen to go plant-based before I started listening to him, but What he does so well is he has such like high performance athletes on there. He's had some NFL players on there. He has, you know, all. So he had some NFL, he had some NFL athletes on there. He had some, you know, Olympic swimmers, runners, bikers, just every different type of athlete. That's all plant-based. And he has, you know, people that are dealing with cultivated meat, which is a whole nother topic of type of veganism where they're, you know, taking cells of animals and then being able to grow them in labs, which is crazy. Um, but he would certainly be up there, rich role. And then, uh, the founder of Tom's, um, a, he was a college tennis player, but he's also just a serial entrepreneur. And like, he started a, a laundry washing business his freshman year of college. And then now he also gives away millions of shoes every year. And the, just the philanthropy behind, his multi-million dollar business is incredible. And so I would love to to hit with him one day and pick his brain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. What are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you kind of take that next step in eco sports?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think just you you think about what you put in your body, whether you're trying to do you know 100% organic chicken and rice and broccoli like you think about all the things that are going into your body while i think that you should skip out on the chicken and get your protein from other sources um you should think about what you're putting back into the earth and so the basketballs that you're buying whether it's the leather or the pu leather like when you, when you're done with those balls they're gonna they don't ever biodegrade and then they turn into like microplastics that go into the ocean and then it's just horrible for our entire ecosystem whereas if you think about having a biodegradable or recyclable basketball that we can turn it into another basketball or or other products. And so that's definitely one thing to think about. Like you think about what you put in your body, think about what you're putting into earth. And then just like another thing, um, well, I guess (laughs) this is, this is uh, when you come across like a holiday such as Thanksgiving or Christmas or even like 4th of July, if you're going out to barbecue, like maybe just try having one plant-based meal out there, like, my, we, you know, the rest of my family will be having, you know, turkey or burgers type of thing, but, you know, maybe make a plant-based meatloaf or you get some Beyond Burgers out there,
0: just like one step at a time, one meal at a time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that. I feel that. Well, awesome, man. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three and that's just where I get to hear about you and how you like to thrive. So the first question is what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one.
1: Ooh, okay. Um, so many good options. Um, I really liked uh, the Phil Knight Nike book just because just what a, what a grinding story that was of him, you know, selling shoes out of his car and turning it into just the absolute empire. And I also found it like interesting of, of him dealing with, you know, of outsourcing things to overseas. And he tried to pay these people like, more than what doctors were making in their country but like the government wouldn't let him pay more so like he gets a bad rap for you know like doing underpaid labor but at the same time he he tried to pay them more so there's i mean there's so much more to it but that was a good book that i recently read um i'm currently rereading also the harry potter books i think i'm on the fifth one right now so that's uh that's more for some pleasure
0: that's awesome you know i've never read through all the harry potter books
1: Yeah, the movies are fantastic, but the books just, there's so much better. And there's so much information that you're like,
0: whoa. Yeah, yeah. They made her a billionaire for a reason.
1: (laughs) Yes, yeah. That was a
0: good point. (laughs) I know. They
1: should make a book about her life story.
0: Honestly, I'm sure they will. They'll come out with Uh, it. What's one way you like to care for yourself?
1: Ooh, uh, I just joined a, a tennis club actually nearby. And I've never been a sauna person, but I'm really enjoying the sauna and just especially like it's winter, it's cold, and it just kind of warms my soul up. So after a good workout, I'll go kind of stretch and sit in the sauna is,
0: is my relaxation. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And what's one action step you can take right now to take eco sports to the next level? Or meet the people you need to meet to <laughs> the next level. Well,
1: besides being on wonderful podcasts like yourself and you allowing me to spread my message, which I greatly appreciate, uh, I think it's just a simple, like, the answer is always no, unless you ask. And so going up to these people that might be intimidating or you'd never think that you could be on their podcast, but just shooting them a message or, you know, finding some mutual connections and trying to get in in that way. And so... Definitely, like, being a part of this, this tennis club, there are a lot of people that, oh, yeah, I have a buddy that used to ship stuff into Dick's Sporting Goods. Happy to help. Hey, I have a warehouse that you can ship some stuff to. Like, well, how, how can I help? So, like, just put, putting yourself out there and, and asking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, kind of how your business functions. Is it like a storefront? Is it completely online? Is it shipping from... Like, where is it shipping from? Do you have like manufacturing centers, et cetera, et cetera?
1: Yeah, so we're manufacturing overseas right now. Um, and so I have a warehouse here in Los Angeles where I'm at, and we'll, we just have all the balls coming there. So the soccer balls, volleyballs, and soccer balls while we're starting. And yeah, so we're primarily on Shopify and Amazon. And then as our sales grow, I mean, we'll we'll start reaching out to local, local sporting goods stores and some like, more national type of stuff but to get into dicks sporting goods is obviously the dream who doesn't want to be in dicks but at the same time they might want to order 200,000 basketballs and that is great but what happens if they don't sell and then you know they ship back 180,000 basketballs you know then I'm on the hook for 180,000 basketballs so I want to make sure that we're moving and grooving and you know getting plus the margins are so thin when you ship into somebody like dicks that that it just has to make sense for that. So really it will be, you know, direct to consumer and mainly online with the goal of getting into retail at some point.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I love that. I love that. And where can people go to find out more about you? And maybe are you creating content, podcasts, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I, I would start with ecosports.com where, A, you can learn a little bit about my story of why I founded Ecosports. You can learn about the material that we're using, the biodegradable eco-friendly material that we're using for every ball um, and how we give back 10% of every purchase. And we're trying to plant some more trees out in the world. Uh, but also you could you could go to Instagram. I, I was super into content when I first moved out to Los Angeles so I built like I'm considered a micro influencer on Instagram but I've I've seen the horrors of how kind of bad social media is for you and just like I was always comparing myself to other people that you know I had 50,000 100,000 Instagram followers and just found myself like getting into this place I didn't want to be so I kind of like dropped the ball on social media and now that I'm starting a business I realized the importances of social media so i'm kind of trying to be back there but i'm also trying to automate it a little bit so i don't have to spend so much time on it um but instagram is troy aiken or ecosports underscore save earth um i try and post every day on ecosports and then um yeah i've always wanted to do a podcast and kind of like a you know a a plant-based athlete podcast so like maybe i'll have to pick your brain on getting a, a podcast started
0: yeah man absolutely you can always pick my brain anytime you want Uh, My my cell number should be in the email I sent you. So feel free to text me anytime. I definitely will. I will. Awesome. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off?
1: Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think, uh, our every, well, yeah. I I mean, uh, everything should be online and available by the time this podcast come out. So, uh, make sure to check it out. I think if you sign up for the newsletter, you get a 15% discount and, uh, it'd be great to share with the world and and do the right thing with some eco-friendly balls.
0: Absolutely. Sounds good. Well, it guys, if you were listening to this and you liked Troy's message and you want some eco-friendly balls for the sports that you play, feel free to reach out to Troy. Feel free to go to ecosports.com. And buy the stuff, sign up for the newsletter, get in contact with him. Also, if you happen to know Rich Roll or the founder of Tom's, Be sure to connect Troy to them. Let me know. Let me know. (laughs) Exactly. Be sure to connect Troy to them and make that happen.
1: Finally. Yeah. I've had some great connections being on podcasts. You just, you never know who you're going to meet.
0: Oh yeah. You never know. It's like, maybe his like niece listens to this or something, you know, (laughs) makes the connection. But um, yeah, yeah, finally send this episode to somebody, you know, needs to hear this message. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out.